if it is that better? Oh yeah. Oh. Oh yeah, that's much better. Oh, I went I changed USB ports. Oh, okay. I wonder if it's because of the USB port I had it plugged into. It was just like, no, this isn't the one. It might be because you are definitely louder now. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to back this up. Because, like, I noticed, like, on the last recording we were doing, like, my, my voice looked, my my recording stuff wasn't going very loud, which that's going to, that's not going to be very good because that was, I forget what, when we last recorded. Oh, my God. We've recorded so many. I don't even remember what we recorded. We recorded the Betts Ball and... Sunday. <gasps> yeah, that was my bets ball. Yeah. And before that, you did the meat showers, I believe. I don't, was I quiet for the meat showers? Uh, I mean, you're still completely well, hearable. It just sounded really quiet. Com- completely hearable. Is that yes. a scientific term? Yes. It's a technical term. It's a tannyism. Okay. Good, 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 good. And with the week that I've had, we're lucky I'm not sitting in the corner, like, drooling on myself while rocking back and forth and crying simultaneously. By the way, I'm Rin. And I'm Tammy. And this is... I love a good rabbit hole, because I really do. Sometimes you just want to crawl into the rabbit hole and stay there. And I have to go out into the world an adult. I've had a pretty rough week as well. Um, Obviously, I will not delve into my week, because now we could possibly have listeners. (laughs) And... uh... Right? (laughs) Those listeners could possibly use that information yes. against me at some point in time. I don't know. So smile um, and nod. No, it's just uh, um, smile, nod. It's you know, um, yes. it's been a week. Uh, no, I mean, it's not. It's nothing bad. It, it really isn't. It's just. Um, it's just petty. Just petty. 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 Ness. You know. And it's fine. It, it really is. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. What it's you guys fine. don't see Everything is she's standing in a house that's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> on fire everything's, everything's fine. fine i'm fine nothing to see here everything's perfectly normal <laughs> there is completely only energy drink in my witch's brew cup right now mm. there is no vodka okay. i swear do you want me to pause um, so you can go get the vodka <laughs> because i no. i have another mixed drink in the freezer that i'm going for as soon as we're done here because that's the way my week's gone Oh, well, I'm sorry that you've had a rough week as well. Um, I did not go to work today. Uh, I took a half day yesterday and a whole day today. And I'm debating on whether I'm going to take off tomorrow as well, because I have like 48 hours of vacation time that I have to use up before the end of the year, not including the vacation I already have scheduled. Because I have Black Friday off. I have the the Friday before Halloween off. I have Addie's birthday off. I have a week in October off. So I've got yeah. some vacation in there, but I still have a lot of vacation that I need to use. And my boss is already looking at me being like, TikTok, yeah. time to use it. I'm like, I looked okay. at my paycheck stub the uh, other day and I have like 145 hours of long-term leave. So it's a real good possibility. Oh, I'm going to be using that for my knee surgery. Mm. Your knee surgery? I've been due for knee replacement on my right knee for probably close to 10 years. And I just keep putting it off because I don't, I don't want another surgery. <laughs> and just just for our, our listener population, I am the older of the two of us, and my body is not nearly as yes, decrepit as hers. I mean, okay, yes, there were your years where you were the partying kid in Portland, but I also have, what, 28 years of firefighting, police officering, dispatching, medical, lifting. Oh, yeah, let's don't forget my cheerleading years where 150-pound girls were literally landing on my head from, like, 10 feet up. So, you know, I've kind of been a little bit rougher on my body than yours. Okay, okay, okay. I'll I'll, I'll (laughs) let that slide. All right, all right. That's cool. That's cool. You can just and I'm way fatter than you are, so... No, girl, I I, I put on the COVID-50. I did the... I I put on the COVID-20 plus 20. That's cute. Yeah, the the COVID the COVID fluff. Anyway, the, the poofy. Uh, but yeah, so I took today off, and I I, I definitely uh, was sitting at Starbucks digging down some rabbit holes. That was a good time. Um, I wish I had pen and paper with me because I would have written down the rabbit holes I was digging down. But instead, I just read them. And then, of course, when I read the information that I read, it's just like, Neow. hold on, just a second. Let me get this straight. Rin, the girl who I knew from 1997 all the way up who always had a little notebook and a pen with her. Always. This is the chick who constantly had something to write with and on. My purse is this big. Are you kidding me? I'm going to find you. My purse is this big. I'm going to find you a mini collapsible pen and a little notebook that's like two inches tall. 
Hey, my husband just got home. You always had one. I can tell him to bring me up my pizza. Huh? My husband just got home. I can tell him to bring me up my pizza. There you go. How is that? That's the garage. Oh, that's your yeah. garage? I thought it was my washing machine. <laughs> that's good times. I don't care who you are. Alrighty. What are we talking about today? Um, oh, yeah, that's right. I have the topic It's today. your story, and I'm so excited because as I sit what here sipping witch's cup, I almost, I like was going to yes. put on my little black felt witch's hat, but it doesn't fit with my big old friggin' headphones, so I was pretty bummed about, yeah. Uh, but I do have my witch's cauldron cup as I, I was like, oh, 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 we're getting, okay. we're getting our witchiness, and I've got my little, my little, um, my little, uh, planchette. Yeah, my, my, my placard. We're ready to go. Yeah. That's a good thing. Because today, we are discussing the Bell Ring my Witch. bell. Ring my, my bell, baby. Stories. Ring my bell. <laughs> One of my favorite I'm stories. Excited. All right. So so let's get into this. Now, I actually, I have known about the Bell the Witch. The Bell Witch the bell Project. Witch. Yes. The Bell Witch for a very long time. I, I've known the story, but I actually, because of my research, have learned even more stuff that I did not know about. So we're going to start per Wikipedia. This is where I got most of my information. The Bell Witch story is centered on the 19th century Bell family of Northwest Robertson County, Tennessee, closest to the town of Adams. Uh, farmer John Bell Sr. resided with his family along the road. Red River. According to legend, from 1817 to 1821, his family and the local area came under attack by a mostly invisible entity that was able to speak, affect the physical environment, and shapeshift. Some accounts record the spirit also to have been clairvoyant and capable of crossing long distances with superhuman speed and or being in two different places at one time. So, um, let's see. The hunting... The hunting, the haunting, began sometime in 1817 when John Bell witnessed the apparition of a strange creature resembling a dog. See, it's the whole black dog thing situation. Doesn't the, so, okay, I don't know, like, all of the story about the black dog, but, like, I remember Harry Potter, like, they were saying, like, the black dog was supposed to mean death or something like that. But then, like, in his case, it wasn't a bad thing because the black dog was serious black. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't think it was the same in this case. Okay. In this case, Black Dog I, I, was bad. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, resembling a dog, Bell fired at the animal, but it disappeared. John's son, Drew Bell, approached an unknown bird perched on a fence that flew off that was quote-unquote quote unquote, of an extraordinary size. And then the daughter, Betsy, who ended up being one of the main players in this situation, observed a girl in a green dress swinging from the limb of an oak tree. Because that's not creepy at all. When you say swinging from a limb, do you mean like swinging or do you mean like swinging? Like swinging, not hanging. Okay, because I was like, <laughs> wow, this got dark really fast. Well, I, I know that's how I originally read it, and then I actually went back and reread and understood it. Um, and then it says, Dean, a person enslaved, so let's just call it like it is, a slave, by the Bell family, reported being followed by a large black dog on evenings he visited his wife. Activity moved to the Bell household with knocking heard along the doors and walls. The family heard sounds of gnawing on the beds. Why would somebody want to chew on a wood post? That just sounds uncomfortable. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? A woodchuck could chuck all the wood he could chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood. That's what, exactly. I could not say that if my life depended on it. Um, invisible dogs fighting and chains heard along the floor. About this time, John Bell began experiencing paralysis in his mouth. The phenomenon grew in intensity as sheets were pulled from beds when the children slept. Soon the entity started pulling hair, scratching the children with protect particular emphasis on beds, who was slapped, pinched, and stuck with pins. Now, as a side note, one of the things, like, I, I couldn't find any truthfulness to this, but I, I think it's very interesting to be mentioned. Again, John Bell Sr. and his daughter Betsy were the two that were most affected. Betsy was actually set to marry another local farm boy. And from what I understand, the Bell Witch didn't want her to marry this gentleman, so she actually picked on Betsy so much that Betsy actually broke off the engagement. Mm. That's the 
kind of sad. So um, it is unsure why this family, John and his daughter Betsy, particularly were singled out in this instance. Some believe John Bell Sr. was having an affair with a girl from a nearby farmstead. And when he quote unquote jilted her, she began working dark magic to torture the family and eventually kill John Bell Sr. So referring to John Bell Sr. as Old Jack, and uh, after looking, I could not find any reason as to why she would call him Old Jack, but whatevs. Uh, the witch claimed she intended to kill him and signaled this intention through curses, threats, and afflictions. The story climaxes with the Bell Patriarch being poisoned by the witch, reportedly. Afterward, the entity interrupted the mourners by singing drinking songs. In 1821... As a result of the witch's entreatment, Betsy Bell called off her engagement to Joshua Gardner. Subsequently, the entity told the family it was going to leave, but return in seven years in 1928. The witch returned. Did it come back? Yes, the witch returned on time to Lucy and her sons. Lucy is uh, Mrs. Bell, by the way. Um, and her sons Richard and Joel with similar activities as before, but they chose not to encourage it and the witch disappeared. She's up in the Wasn't she supposed to like come back every seven years or something like that, or come back like in two hundred years? But like she didn't or something. No, from what all I everything that I read online said that she advised the family um, after John Bell Senior passed in eighteen twenty that she was going to come back in seven years, and she did. They ignored her, and that was that. So a, a little bit of. So there's that. Um, originally, I don't think I said this, but originally, um, the Bell family was from North Carolina. Oh. So they were transplanted from North Carolina to Tennessee. Um, did the Bell witch the, come with them, or did she just manifest there? That is unclear. Now, the writings that I have says that it started after they moved to Tennessee, but... Um, in a documentary that I will talk about later, said that it's possible that John actually murdered somebody in North Carolina, and that's why he up and moved to Tennessee. It was reported that one of their farmhands was looking at their youngest daughter, Betsy, and was really, really liking her. John did not like that, so he shot him in the gut. And of course, anybody who knows anything about anything is a gut shot or a stab to the stomach. Anything in that area is a slow, painful death. And right. the guy ended up dying. But again, that's only rumored, and there's been like no proof saying that this actually happened. So nobody actually knows why. I mean, you don't you don't shoot somebody in the gut. You say, "Hey, don't look at my daughter, you perv." Yeah, or I will shoot you in the gut, and then the next right. time I mean, they look, like, you shoot him in the gut. But right, I mean, at least you give him a warning. Uh, yeah, that that was the warning, the shot to the gut. <laughs> I have a ten year old, and that's going to be their warning. I told her she's not allowed to get married until she's fifty five, and I'm probably dead. Hello, I have a six year old that's <laughs> blonde and blue haired, blonde and blue eyed, blonde and blue haired. <laughs> Yeah, well, during the summer, she has blue hair. Are you going for a second energy drink already? That one was only half full. <laughs> okay. So, the first person to tell the quote-unquote unofficial story is Arthur. I can't say that for some reason. One moment. Ar Here, let me interrupt you. Okay, we're going to do an ASMR thing. <laughs> did, you, did you enjoy the bubbles? Yes. <laughs> See, I did. I, I tried to make my ASMR very pleasant for you. Like, yeah, all fizzies. I heard were the bubbles. Right. I didn't want you to have to hear me going, going. Yeah, no, that'll. I will throw like my bubble wrap. I will throw my headphones so far fast. Okay. Oh, I'm trying to knock my desk over. Okay. So the first person to tell the unofficial story is Arthur Martin V. Ingram, but not until 1894, some 70 years after John Bell Sr. died was the first official written history of the Bell witches or the Bell's family problems. Why didn't they say anything sooner? Uh, they did, but not necessarily in a full book. We're going to get into that. Um, while not... Also, I'm trying really hard not to chew on Mike, but I'm starving, so I'm totally nominating oh, this pizza. I hear you every time you crunch into the pizza. So anybody who really likes us will just know um... the fact that... 
Please, my fan base, I'm really sorry. Danielle, if you ever listen to this, I know you hate the sound of people chewing, and I'm so sorry. (laughs) Maybe she just skips over this specific podcast. Anyway, um, while not a fundamental element of the original recorded legend, the Bell Witch Cave in the 20th century became a source of continuing interest. This is just too funny. (laughs) She's trying to be all incognito with her pizza eating. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. I'm going to fall off the back of my chair, literally. I'm going to just like... (laughs) (laughs) Please don't do that. Actually, no. If you decide to do that, I get to laugh while asking if you're okay. (laughs) It's it's like one of those, like, chairs that, like... Um, I, it's a, it's a kneeling chair. Oh. So there's no back. Yeah. So I'm going to like literally knees over ass, over head, over cartwheel, over. That's, that's my age should not do that. (laughs) Yeah. Do not scorpion yourself, Rin. We're not young anymore. Okay. Sorry. Um, okay. So. While not a fundamental element of the original recorded legend, the Bell Witch Cave in the 20th century became a source of continuing interest, belief, and a generation of lore. Contemporary artistic interpretations, such as film and music, have explained the reach of the legend beyond the regional confines of the southern United States. (gasps) Take a deep breath. We're only on page two. Hey, I'm digging it. I love, you know me. We are the weirdos. I know. I love a good witch story. Big rabbit hole. Me too. Okay. So this, this next part comes from spooked.com and that's S-P-O-O-K-T. The suspect. Here's the suspect. The bell witch. um, The most well-known suspect and the only one that we do know of is a Kate Batts. Kate lived near Adams, Tennessee, along the Red River that would have made her a neighbor to the Bells, where she and her husband, Frederick Batts, kept a small farm where they raised their five children. Frederick had been paralyzed in an accident which left Kate to be the primary breadwinner and laborer on the farm. Relying entirely on Kate, the family never had much money and were one of the poorer families in the region. A rough, tough, and eccentric woman, Kate managed to both work the farm and make herself an established local character with her strange and often exaggerated behavior. Which, by the way, is not abnormal. Yeah, don't be strange and exaggerated. They're going to call you a witch right away. Like, boop! Oh, yeah. Especially in that time. Um, This is literally running off the back of the Salem witch trials. So nobody really wants to say witch, but everybody suspected her of it. Um, And again, we're going to get into that in just a minute. Seemingly hungry for attention, which, I mean, if your husband's paralyzed and you literally do nothing but work a farm day in and out while raising five children, you're kind of going to want some attention, I would think. Mm -hmm. At least I would. Um, Kate tended to make a scene everywhere she went, confronting, arguing with, and loudly addressing friends and strangers alike to become the main attraction at every moment. Beyond pure eccentricity, many residents of the Red River area believed that Kate could be a witch, a theory which was only strengthened by Kate's habit of begging every woman she met for a pin. So adamant in her request that they often gave in, at the time superstition was not uncommon and many believed that giving a witch a pin could give her magical control over you. That's a new one, by the way, and I've studied all kinds of witchcraft my whole life. (laughs) So that that's the first for me, but I thought it was really interesting because part of the complaints that the Bell family did have was that they were being stuck with pins. Right. Betsy specifically was being stuck with a pin repeatedly at night. She was she was sticking them with all the pins that everybody gave her. Apparently, I don't know. Um, so. Kate and Frederick were neighbors to the Bell family. I need to quit hitting my bed. I'm going to knock my table over. Uh, The owners of the infamous Bell Farm and Bell Witch Cave. Kate and the Bell family patriarch, John Bell, were known to occasionally argue and had once become violent during a row. According to legend, the Bell family was tormented by a supernatural entity of some kind, which was later named the Bell Witch. So one of the things... One of the theories that they had was that John Bell, who was supposed to be this fine, upstanding citizen of... 
upstanding the, citizen area. means homicidal maniac. Yeah. Um, so he was supposed to be this great landowner buying up all this land and, you know, doing really well for himself. One of the rumors is um, that there was a land deal that had gone wrong. And Kate Batts was arguing over the land deal. However, there are records that go back to like 1717 before Tennessee Mm -hmm. was even a state. And they have records all the way back to the beginning of it that don't show that uh, the Bell and the Batts had any kind of land issues. Hmm. None. So that theory went straight out the window. Um... When John Bell died in 1820, the family blamed the Bell Witch, saying that it had been trying to kill the family patriarch for years. The entity at some point received the nickname Kate, with some residents of the area attributing the haunting to the suspected witch, Kate Batts. Despite avidly denying any involvement in either witchcraft, the haunting of the Bell form, or the death of John Bell, the entity known as the Bell Witch seemed happy and accepted the nickname Kate and began responding when called by that name. So at the time of the Bell Witch um, going after the family, was Kate still alive? Yes, and that's one of the things that was talked about in... I I really want to get down to um, the documentary, because that's where I've I've actually gotten a lot of my information. So hold on just a moment. Um, Yes, so... The thing, oh, I guess I could say it now. Um, Kate Batts would outlive John Bell by 22 years. She passed away in 1842. The Bell Witch, still commonly referred to as Kate, is said to remain on the Bell property today, haunting a cave on the northern side of the property. Located within the property of the former Bell Farm near Adams, Tennessee, the Bell Witch Cave is a nearly 500-foot cave tunneling underground. The cave is classified as... And I'm going to mess this name up. Karst, K-A-R-S-T, which is formed by layers of limestone and other soluble rock that form around underground sinkholes and drainage systems. Here's the cool part. What were we talking about during our organ folklore? Limestone is a good conduit for paranormal activity. Exactly. So karst caves, which occur naturally in form over time, are often pitted with holes that feature many crevices and fissures. So limestone is beautiful for obtaining and retaining paranormal energies. So according to legend, the Bell Witch is named for the malevolent and violent spirit that resides within its dark depths. The Bell Witch is thought to have taken up residency in the cave, using it as shelter and making the area her final home after having tangled with the Bell family who lived on the property in the 1800s. Other accounts of paranormal activity in and around the Bell Witch Cave include a strange tale of a child becoming stuck within the cave. This is where we're literally getting a lot of contradictions because everything I said saw about the spirit said that it was malevolent, it was evil, it was nasty, it liked to hurt people, very poltergeist activity. But this tell says that a child became stuck within the cave only to be saved by the witch and many other visitors have reported hearing voices, seeing unusual creatures or feeling uneasy near the cave. Despite harrowing tales of encounters with the bell witch, visitors are still able to tour the cave today. Innocents were playing. He found a fissure and he became stuck. And the witch like picked him up and carried him to the front of the cave with his friends and told him to be careful. Was like mothering him. So how does that work if she's a malevolent, awful spirit? Maybe she's only malevolent towards the the bells, and or maybe she's maybe she has a soft spot for little kids or little boys. Yeah, okay, maybe. that sounded wrong. The little boys part, but you know, young. <laughs> um, maybe she has like you know, maybe she cares about little kids and like she doesn't want anything bad to happen to because if it if it is Kate, um, you know, she was a mother of five. Yeah, so she's gonna I mean, be she obviously. Yeah, she's going to have that. I mean, not everybody has the the lack of maternal instinct. There's lots of women who have maternal instinct, so. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe she was just hoping to fry them in a pan. I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's see. Where was the other one? Okay. So here's some interesting stuff about 
the area and a couple of stories that I found, which I find entertaining. Um, reports. Here it comes. Are you ready for it? You're not ready for it. <laughs> reports. Dot, dot, dot. I'm sitting. I am ready. Reports. Wait, should we should we hold for a special report or a special thing from our broadcasting sponsor that we don't yes. have? Don't have? Um, we don't have any sponsors. We can make one up. Okay. So, <laughs> no, it's okay. I'll go on. Hello. Reports. Fresh. Can they be our sponsor? No, I don't want. I don't want Hello Fresh. I mean, I eat their food. We we need Hunt a Killer because we actually did like oh, the Blair right. Witch Project Hunt a Killer thing. Yeah. Yes, we want Hunt a Killer. I'm gonna talk that up. That is the funnest thing ever. Okay, so reports from approximately 2.5 east of Hopkinsville, Kentucky. <laughs> Everything goes back to a bunch of hillbillies. Yes, that same one stated that coal was falling from the ceiling in a family residence, as well as reports around Adams Station, Tennessee, which is where this is this is at, um, a witch bringing fire into the residence, like a cyclonic type of fire, just kind of booted in the door and caught, caught everything on fire. Um they also have hunters catching unknown bird type animals only to have them disappear in front of their eyes. I wonder if that area is like on a, on or near a ley line. Hmm. And unknown forces jumping on the backs of men as they ride their horses home. Oh, that was just me. <laughs> that, was, that was just you. Okay, so here. Let's go. Giddy up. It is reported that. Several famous people have visited the Bell Witch property, the cave, the old Bell farmstead, and one of them is reported to be General Andrew Jackson. Like which, Andrew Jackson on my on my money, Andrew Jackson? That Andrew Jackson. President General Andrew Jackson. Yes. What, he's on the... Shit. Why do I not know what... He's on the 20s, right? No. Yes? Yeah. No. I think so. Ah. God, why he's do I not know He's a dead president. That? <laughs> yeah, because Benji- Benjamin Franklin Franklin is on the hundred, right? Yeah, yes. and Jackson's on the twenty because it's all about the Benjamins. Oh my God, yes. shoot me right now! Like, oh, no, I like you. I know, but and if like I a- shoot you, then I go to prison. And I'm I'm too soft to go to prison. I'd be somebody's bitch really fast. You would make a terrible <laughs> bitch. I'd make a terrible bitch because you'd be like, you want me to do what? Say that no. again? <laughs> no. Okay. Mm. Um, so, Andrew Jackson, the Bell household, was strained of resources from visitors, and Jackson brought a wagon load of supplies with his men. Wait, can you say that again? It was just, it was somewhat a, of visitors? It was strained. Strained? Yeah. As like, soon as people started hearing about the Bell Witch. And, oh, like and a lot of people came. Stuff, people were coming. So it was straining the resources of the family. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like my brain, like I literally, I was like, what? It was strained to visit visitors? Like they were like straining people through? No, I'm we lost. We took a slight right sorry. and you continued straight. So Yeah. <laughs> okay. I got, I'm, I ended up in Albuquerque. Yeah. So uh, Jackson brought a wagon load of supplies with his men nearing the Bell homestead. The wagon stopped and appeared fastened to its position despite considerable effort by Jackson's men to free it. A.K.A. it got stuck. Jackson exclaimed, By the eternal boys, it is the witch. A metallic voice was heard in the vegetation. All right, General, let the wagon move on. I will see you again tonight. The horses began moving again, and the wagon became unstuck. Instead of camping out, the party stayed at the Bell home that evening. Among the Jackson party was a witch slayer. You can't see it, but I'm quoting. I'll get you, my Prezi, and your little horsey, too. (laughs) (laughs) You just need to. That's the funniest part about it. Okay. So this witch slayer who boasted of his supernatural exploits, tiring. Oh, God. Was that the, is it the one witch slayer that like had, that came up with the book? I don't know. Okay. Because there was like a particular, oh, shit. I don't know. There was a particular witch, like a witch hunter slayer, and he had like a 500 page book on like how to question a witch. And it would, it's just redonkey. Oh, the, I want to say the, the maga, witch, the, the witch hunter general or something yeah, like that. Like yeah. total tool bag. Total tool bag. No, that, that wasn't this guy. This was just some guy who said, I'm a witch hunter. I can take her down. Um, tiring of the bravado, Jackson whispered, by the Eternals, I do wish the thing would come. I want to see him run. The entity arrived and taunted the witch slayer 
to shoot her. The man's gun would not fire. The witch countered, I'll teach you a lesson, and appeared to beat the man and led him out the door by his nose. Jackson exclaimed, by the eternal boys, I never saw so much fun in all my life. This beats fighting the British. It was Matthew Hopkins, by the way, who was the Uh, famous witch. And he uh, wrote a book called The Discovery of Witches. It was published in the Uh, 17th century. Okay. Sorry, it was no, going to drive me nuts if I didn't remember who it was. Cause <laughs> it's like, okay. But that guy was still a douchebag. Kind of. Um, so was his book. So, let's see. He's fighting the British. The witch told Jackson she would uncover another rascal the next night. That morning, Jackson's men chose to leave for home as they were apprehensive as to who was next. I just found that funny. It's like, he thought he was big and bad, and it's reported that she stuck her fingers up his nose and drug him out of the house after she whooped his ass. Like, oh, like, I can just picture, oh. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the kind of friend I want. <laughs> like, literally, I, wasn't there, like, a specific, like, show where somebody had that happen to them? Like, they were pulled along by their nostrils? Like, there was, like, a TV show that that happened in it. Like they were oh, pulled there along was, by their nostrils. There's been a couple of them. I saw it on uh, The Big Bang Theory and uh, Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, uh, Groot stuck yeah, his like, fingers up that one guy's nose and lifted him off. <laughs> I'm sorry. If Groot stuck his his branches up my nose, I would be like, ow. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm dead. Ow. You literally just pierced my brain. Thank you for the free frontal lobotomy. <laughs> yeah. Ice pick lobotomy. But right? instead... Tree branch, lobotomy. <laughs> it's supposed to go through your eye socket, not your nose, right? root. <laughs> um, okay, so outside of the area of the Bell Farm sat... Oh, outside the area the Bell Farm sat on, is what I was trying to say, is a monument slash headstone that reads, The Bell Witch, an Unknown Spirit, 1817 to 1821, in remembrance. I thought that was interesting. Ah. Like, a lot of people in Adams don't like talking about her. They don't like oh. they they don't like that that's what they're known for. But they put up a bunch of they've got the monument, and then once you enter Adams, there's actually a placard alongside the road that talks about the Bell Witch. <laughs> and then the- well, I mean, like if you think about it, so they're paying homage to the spirit and giving her a final resting place. Yeah. But they believe that if you talk about her, you're going to give her power again and strength because a lot of people believe that like once spirits, um, you know, like spirits gain their energy from being talked about. And like I've seen some shows where like people have literally like they've seen like an entity, but like they gave it a name and then like they gave it a person, like they they gave it a name and because they gave it a name that spirit literally manifested into what they named it like it wasn't anything and then they literally manifested it into something they conjured it yeah yeah and so maybe they're hoping that if they just give it a final resting place and they don't talk about it then it won't come back well it it has there's still reports to this day near the bellwitch cave of of situations well, hopefully so. it won't come back in full force and, like, you know, right? start, you know trying to use somebody as a human pincushion. Right. Um, so, let's see. The Bell Witch Cave has become so ingrained in Tennessee lore that the site has become one of the country's most popular haunted sites, attracting visitors from around the world. Among the well, the Bell Witch Cave's most famous visitors, President Andrew Jackson is said to have been so frightened by his experience that he refused to ever return. So that, again, is a contradiction in terms like, was he laughing with the Bell Witch or was he scared? And then additionally, there's been like no proof that said that Jackson has ever visited the Bell family farm. Haven't you ever been so scared you just laughed because you were hysterically oh, scared? yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so maybe he was just so scared he just started laughing. Like, well, he didn't know what else to do. It's also been said that it's not possible for Jackson to have been to the farm because apparently that was in the middle of him um, running for president. So <laughs> his current. Oh, he was running all right. His. He was running his scared ass away from the witch. <laughs> the days that he was supposed to be at the Sorry. Bell Farm with a wagon, he was actually on the other side of the country. Um, what do they call call it? Campaigning? Thank you! My God! Oh. It's like I just had a seizure in the middle of that. 
because he was campaigning on the other side of the country. <laughs> so we're we're not a hundred percent sure if that Andrew Jackson story is correct either. Maybe it was maybe it was a lesser Andrew Jackson. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it was like there wasn't Andrew Jackson there, but it wasn't like presidential Andrew Jackson, but they just said, Yeah, it was Andrew Jackson and people are like, Oh, the president? And they're like, Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I have random people's names all the time, like celebrity names that aren't actually celebrities that come through <laughs> right. when I'm billing my stuff. Right. It's like, like Wow, okay. Yeah, like, you know, I'm I'm sure that like, you know, it's not really Sandra Bullock. It's somebody who has the same name as Sandra Bullock. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, it could be. Who knows? Um, so the Bellwitch phenomenon has said to have given inspiration to modern day horror fanatics like me, the Blair Witch, the Bell Witch, and every ghost hunting crew out there from Ghost Adventures to uh, Zach Bagel Bites. Oh, God. Zach Bagans and his crew was over there. I can't not call him Bagel Bites. Blame. <laughs> and that's why we drink. Like, okay, so I. So just to like, I started listening to them in March of this year, and I listened to their entire five-year catalog, like back to back. Like I just like literally, it was just like reading a book to me, but it was like listening to it. So like, mm -hmm. I have their entire five years crammed into my head, and so I know like the whole story. And so like they call Zach Bagans Zach Bagel Bites, and so I can't like I don't know him any other way than <laughs> Zach Bagel Bites. Like, because I've never watched any of his shows, yeah. so I don't know him any other way than Zach Bagel Bites. And so people call him Zach Bagans, and I'm like, oh, you mean Zach Bagel Bites? Yes, him. <laughs> so, like, I feel like a poacher because I'm poaching their name, but, like, I'm like, that's the way I learned him. I I was introduced to him as Zach Bagel Bites. As Zach Bagel Bites. Well, I'm more of an Aaron fan anyway because, you know, he's from Oregon. Represent. He's from Portland, Oregon, to be exact. Um, Not from Eugene? No. Because Eugene doesn't exist and neither do orange and gold. It's all, or green and gold. Green and gold. It's all orange and black. Yeah, nobody cares about them damn beavers. I do. Anyway, so here's... Beavers just build dams. Mm -hmm. Damn it. Ducks waddle. Anyway. So there is even a documentary with the descendants of the original Bell family called Cursed the Witch, in which... And, and I'm going to mispronounce this name again. His name is... You are freaking killing me. Enough with the duck waddle butt wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a dork. Can't help it. I promise I'm almost done with my story. I can't help it. I'm enjoying the story, but I just had to get a butt wiggle in. I'm sorry. All right. Um, okay, so this guy's name is John. I believe it's pronounced Kalash. Kalash? If I mispronounce it. Yes, Kalash. It's C-E-A-L-L-E-A-C-H. I don't know. Anyway, he sure. is a descendant of John Bell Sr. Um, so what happened was some of the Bell family was so tired of all of the media and the people coming onto the property and wanting to know all about it. They just up and moved to Mississippi. So they went even farther down south and separated. So the Bell family is actually still within the Adams community. Um, I believe the the last direct descendant of John Bell Sr. runs the funeral home. <laughs> That's a bit ironic. But, um... I mean, let's just, you know, surround ourselves with dead bodies after, you know, my family heritage has been, you know, haunted by a witch. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, so John goes in search of how to cure the family curse. Because his family, in his family, it is said that the Bell which actually takes the firstborn male of all descendants and all the way back to his great great grandfather takes them where kills them like kills them young kills them yes old ki yes like kills them kills them young so john bell senior passed he was in his 30s i want to say 30s or 40s he was not that mm -hmm. old um and then John's great-great-grandfather was crushed to death by a tree. A giant bell? No, a tree. That... I mean, it would have been hilarious if you said a giant bell no. because that's what happened to the guy in Coco. He was <laughs> crushed by a giant bell. <laughs> no, he was crushed by a tree. Uh, motor vehicle accidents take him. Like, the, the oldest living male in each line 
is taken early. And this guy's worried because his son is the oldest male in his line. So anyway, um, let's see. So all the descendants will perish. He has documentation from the last 200 years of males dying tragically before their time. He himself is a military vet and a police officer and his son and has a son of his own. So he tries to break whatever curse has been following the family around while he is there. The documentary shows him being affected in ways like losing time and being unable to remember the simplest of things. So, like, they're in what the, uh, him and his best friend, who is a vet with him, um, are on a cabin that's just off of the Bell property, and really strange things starts happening. Like, he gets up in the middle of the night and just goes and stands in the corner, like some Blair Witch shit, but he doesn't remember doing it. Weird. And he's just exhausted all day long. Um, there's shadows of the cameras that they put up around the area. There's shadows, there's uh, different light sources that keep coming up for, like, absolutely no reason. Just a whole bunch of really weird shit. Like, at one point in time, they're discussing something, and a board, uh, like a war room board that they had behind them, just dropped off the wall for, like, no feckin' reason. Oh, heck no. That would scare the daylights out of me. I get scared when, yeah. like, just the simplest of things falls over. I'm like, ah! <laughs> get the salt! Get the salt! Where's my iron? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> yeah. So, um, in the curse... <laughs> Wolfman's got nards. So in this, um, John actually interviews the Bats family descendants for the first time ever. Everybody just accepted that Kate Bats was the witch. Okay, can we just and stop for that. one quick second and just laugh at the fact that the Bell Witch's last name is Bats? Right. Bats <laughs> in the Belfry? <laughs> Like I was I'm when you were going to catch on to that. <laughs> no, I like I've been dying about it the whole time. Like I'm sorry, bats in the belfry. Like what the frickadilly? Like I'm yeah. what? I mean, really? Come on! Like they're they're kind of the giving it tower. to you, just lining I mean, like, it right up. Like they just like they they were like here, here's the head. It's on the silver platter. Do you want to bat it around a little like a cat? What do you want to do? I don't know. Like right? <laughs> it's just hanging out here, going like bats in the bell tower. I mean, like literally the spoopy stories that are going to be told from that. Like, I mean, I can see the old rickety church and the bats flying out of it, <laughs> and the bell goes gong. It's like it, yeah. Excuse me. That was that was that looked like you were about to barf on the mic, yo. No. Like one, two, three, gonna up chuck on the mic. <laughs> Drop the mic. I'm so white. It's not even funny. <laughs> yeah, you are. I'm going to ask you to stop right there because this is the very Before end of my heard, story. Okay, so. I heard something. For the first time since this story came up, they actually went over to interview the descendants of the bats. So how, and this is my belief as well. So they told a really different story about Kate. First off, they were saying that Kate killed John um, over a bad land deal. And then it was possible that Kate and John were having an affair. It just turns out that they just didn't like each other. So none of that was true. Um, so Kate did outlive John Bell Sr. by 20 plus years. The Bats family learned that Kate was also part Cherokee Indian. Her her grandmother was full-blooded Cherokee. So, oh, well, then she definitely was a witch. She, I mean, she's one of those. Exactly. She was taught the ways of the Cherokee tribe via her grandmother. And that's why some locals believed that she was a witch, because she actually just went with the Cherokee ways. Anything at this point in time is directly tied to the church. And if you don't stand with the church, you're obviously against God, which I, you know, makes you a witch. Um, so for, or a heretic. Or a heretic or, or, or a whatever. Um, or a whore yeah. or you know whatever um so whatever I'm sorry <laughs> whatever the reason for the haunting it's a well-documented phenomenon that entertained generations with spooktacular information and that is the story of kate the bell witch kate bats the bell witch <laughs> oil toil or Boil, toil, oil, and bubble. Cauldron burn, boil, bubble. I, I used to know that. Like I had to memorize that that, that one in out damn spot out. Like those different stupid Shakespearean ones. I had to memorize. You know, with the three witches over the cauldron and double, double, boil and trouble. Cauldron burn, something bubble. 
Yes. Shit balls. Also, please allow us to have a moment of silence um, for in Queen honor Elizabeth. for the loss of a, a amazing monarch. Amazing woman. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, when Mark came in and told me that she passed and I was like, damn. Yeah. And then I also stated, well, I always fucking hated her. <laughs> okay. Well, there goes that moment of silence, I guess. <laughs> Um, I loved Princess Diana. Uh, me too. Like, she was lovable. Die hard. Like, to this day, I still remember where I was when Princess Diana died. I was at my aunt and uncle's house. I was sitting on the computer playing, like, I was playing solitaire on Windows 3.1. And it was on the news. And I looked over and I saw it and I just started bawling. I was so sad that she died because every she was every girl's princess yeah like she was the epitome of a real honest to god disney princess like oh don't even get me started and then to hear how cold the queen was when she died that there was no comment made until much later um and that that charles didn't even didn't even love diana no he didn't he only did it because that's what was expected of him. You know, I mean, and that 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 she forced Charles into that marriage. Yep. And then she hated Diana for standing up for herself and saying, I'm not going to deal right. with his lying, cheating ass. Right. And let me tell you what, he does not deserve that crown any more than Camilla deserves to wear it. Well. I know that it's only going to be for marriage, but. I mean, she's the queen consort. But, like, I just, it broke my heart. It really broke my heart. Um, and, I mean, yeah, she was, a, she was a badass queen. Like, I'll give her that. Like, the woman, freaking, I figured she was going to outlive Charles and wait oh, yeah. to, because she didn't want Charles to have the throne because Charles is a numb nuts and isn't capable right? of it. Um, and, and wait until William could take over because William's probably the only one that's capable enough. But, you know, whatever. I digress. Um, I don't know. He did marry that twat. I can't stand Kate Middleton. Like How I want to punch not? her so hard in the fucking I face. I think it's Diana. Not even funny. I think Diana would have approved of Kate, and definitely would have approved of Megan. I love Megan. Who doesn't love Megan? I, I, I think I love Megan and Harry like a hundred and fifty times more than I like. I love Kate. I think she. Uh, I no. love the fact that she still goes by Kate. That she doesn't go by Catherine. Mm-hmm. Like, like she's not Catherine, Duchess of whatever. She's Kate. She's also, you know. Anyway, we're not we're not going to get into that. It is sad that Queen Elizabeth died. She was yeah. an amazing monarch. Yep. She did amazing things. She did. She was she was she was badass. She was uh she was a battleship. Yes, I she would was. in in the land of rulers, I would definitely rank her up there as a battleship for sure. Yes. Um I but now I guess it's long live the king. Nope. Yeah, I'll say long live the king when William takes over. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I got shit right now, for Charles. Charles, yeah, Charles a douchebag. He's a dumbass. So this story is the start of our spoopy season because this we only gonna have two spoopy season stories. This one's gonna be the beginning, and then we're gonna have an end. Our next one is gonna be about blood sucking fiends from beyond the grave. Love vampires. The vampires, and no, not the glittery, sparkly bullshit. Oh God, no Mormon vampires. Okay, just. I do have to admit that I did read and watch all of the Twilight movies. Every girl from the, from in our age group and slightly younger and slightly older has read that and done that. It's 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 a rite of passage. It's, it's fucking embarrassing. It's no, what it's it is because you've also you've also read all of Anne Rice stuff too. So you've done the Lestat and you've I done. Have, but she does vampires right. She doesn't make them glitter. No, she just makes them pale and like uh, vampires and brad pitt like <laughs> okay sure we'll go with that uh um, anyway what's the other one that Anne rice did she did queen of the damned no she did so she did interview with the vampire but didn't she do a witchy one did she do the witching hour no i don't know i don't remember anyways we're doing witchies and then we're going to do some vampires mm-hmm. and then we're going to go on into the land of the rest of the seasons. 
but we're not going to tell you anything. Yes. Got to keep you on a on But for a all of our friends edge. and family who have started to listen to our podcast, thank you very much. We yes. appreciate it. Yes, thank we you very much. We do love you guys. We love um, any feedback that you guys want to give us. That's great. Unless it's bad. That you can keep your, to yourself. Yeah. Like our moms <laughs> always taught us, if you don't have anything nice to say, come sit next to me. Yes. Come sit next to Weeza. Aw, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know I love you more than my luggage. True that. I, no, I, my luggage is really nice. It's purple. Um, uh, but you can email us at like... Uh, like rabbit holes you can find us on instagram at like rabbit holes you can find us on twitter at like rabbit holes we're the same everywhere now i fixed all our usernames <laughs> we are like rabbit holes Yay! because that's what you should do you should like rabbit holes yes because we love a good rabbit hole yes we do so you should like rabbit holes and you should like us yes and you should subscribe and you should click bells and bring things and all that stuff because now we're going to start begging for that those kind of things yes we're going to be those people be like like us love Please. us tell us how much you adore us yes. <laughs> so no matter where you are uh may you have a good morning a good night and a good afternoon take care of yourself and take care of each other yeah. huh. where's my stop button <gasps> oh shit not the <laughs> you hit the wrong button <laughs> ah!